on this week's nonsensible podcast. You're like a walking zombie mm. when you can't sleep. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do well. If I start thinking that, I'm like, stop, Ashley, don't think that. Yeah. Just yeah. don't expect anything. Just go in there and just do it. And his nappy is just kick. It's going backwards and forwards. Pointed right in my face and goes, teacher, that's bad luck. <laughs> Okay, Jamie, are we ready? Three, two, one, and we're live. Yes, this is Nonsensible with myself, Sam. We've got, that was Sol. Hey. And we've got Ashley joining us again today. Hi, guys. It's Ash. Ash. Ashley, a.k.a. Ash. Yes. Yeah. Ashley B. Choi. Ashley B. Choi. Mm. What's the B stand for? Oh, it's my Korean name, Pinna. Pinna. Whoa, Pinna, that's cool. Like... The shine, the shine of the light. Yes, and my last name is Chebinas, uh, Che, so it's like Chebinas, Chegorobinas. Oh, shiniest. Wow. Your parents <laughs> are high hopes. The, the shyest. Your, shiniest. Your parents really have put a lot of pressure on you from the um, day of birth, almost. Yeah. That's your re- that's your real, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't have a stage name that a Korean stage name. That's Ashley. It's Ashley. Ah, okay. Yeah, I used Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. Are you the only Ashley? Well, me and the buffet. Yeah, so no, that's why I thought I'd heard it before. Yeah. I know I've heard Ashley in Korean it's so many times. It's a very famous uh, chain buffet restaurant is it, it's kinda, is it a restaurant or is it a slash cafe? It's a just buffet. restaurant, buffet, restaurant. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cube steak and shit if you pay an extra three bucks. Uh, extra three dollars for the cube steak. <laughs> wow, wow. Wow, you sound like you've been there I a just, lot. I will forget where I think I was in Gangnam. And I think I went to the Ashley's in Gangnam uh-huh. recently. Is that rain? Oh my goodness, it is oh, raining cats and no. dogs. Oh, no. Yeah, in the middle of monsoon season. It's interesting. Have you ever noticed why you live here in Korea? Koreans always talk about how they have four seasons in the year, mm-hmm. but they tend to forget about monsoon season. Oh, so it's, it's actually five. five. It's, because actually, it's actually two monsoon season and cold. <laughs> <laughs> what about the hot weather? Yeah, yeah, I'm just it's, it's interesting because, like in Australia, it rains more often than not during the winter. Uh, we don't get summer rains like you get here. But isn't it really cold in the winter then? Not as cold as it gets here. Oh. Not in my hometown. It doesn't snow where I'm from. Lucky. Yeah. You don't like the snow. I like looking at it. Yeah. It's, it's when you have to clean it in front of your house. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets a little bit more difficult. Yeah. I like, and I don't really like rain, but I love how it sounds. Mm. Really, yes. I, I love rain and I love the sound of it. Like if you if you're to, so we've got blinds where we are now. Open those mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. sit down and read a book. It's very peaceful. You have to Listening know how to, to read rain. to do that, Sam. Ah, oh, well, you know you how got, to count, you got, so you're you halfway be literate there. literate to do that, Sam. <laughs> you, you know how to count. You're halfway there. I can yeah. only count as high as Joe Rogan has taught me. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one, and then Done. zero is Done. Dear me, dear me. Um, what's been happening in the world for you? Um, yeah, like I said before, I'm just like working on some new music. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of weird for me because I've solo. Got, I, yeah, I'm doing solo stuff. Wow. Some of you guys might know I was in a, I was in a group called Part Time Cooks. I still am in a group called Part Time Cooks, but my partner has gone back to America because it's just kind of a rough time to mm-hmm. be a rapper in in South Korea. Mm. So I'm be, I've been working on music and some videos with Dave and. Mm-hmm. 
trying to, I just got an exercise machine on my roof, trying to, trying to get my soul on. What kind of exercise machine do you my, have on your roof? My boy. Because I'm assuming me, it's outdoors. Yeah, when, and now it's outside, but I mean, it's like a really nice one. My, my buddy. Oh, so it's not like a running machine or a stair no, machine? No, it's, it's got like everything. It's got like deadlift, bench Whoa. press. Ah. I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get fit like you, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're going backwards if you're trying to get fit like We're me. We're both dieting, and someone put the Diane put booby traps over here. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I bought coffee, and the coffee the woman at the coffee shop gave it to me. Y'all knew this was my favorite ice cream, and now you turned it into a candy bar. I know, I've, I've no, crunky with Tweegee Bar. This is like they're doing some crazy stuff here yeah. these days. And look how uh, cute that pink is. Oh, are they? What are they selling? The first time I ever heard that was like my. First morning waking up in Korea in Yongin, uh-huh. and I heard that, and I was like, damn, North Korea is attacking. Because I didn't know any Korean words. I'm sure they were just being, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're just these big blue trucks that like people go around with loudspeakers that have recordings saying, like, computer, we're selling computers. Oh, yes. Apple's also on sale. No, no, no. They're buying, they're, the computers is when they're buying yeah. secondhand yeah. computers or they're selling apples or this. What else do they sell? Um, onions. Yeah, watermelon, like fruit and vegetables, essentially. Mm-hmm. But it um, sounds kind of aggressive the first time you hear it. It does. I, initially, I thought the guy had a really nice. Um, you know, stereo set up in the car and I thought he had a microphone. I didn't realise it was all pre-recorded. Mm. But, yeah, it, it can get a little intimidating, especially if you're um, not an early bird. Mm. Because if they come around in the morning and you're still in bed and all of a sudden you hear this, computer, computer, <laughs> aircon, setaki, setaki. It's, it's, almost like, it's almost like when you go to a, um, what do you call it, an auction. Yeah. Can I take oh, yeah. 3,000, 3,000, 3,000 grand, one screen, twice screen, three times sold? Yeah. It's that, just the way they project their voice, mm. but then they've got a speaker on top of the car. Yeah. Like, have you seen some of them that they've got like these, I don't even know what you call them, they're like those old air raid sirens that you see in movies from the 50s and 60s, both projecting to the front and behind the vehicle. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, there's something about... That's why I thought it was like North Korea. Like, so, the like, sound speaker sounded way too... It not, wasn't 70s modern communism. Like. It was analog. Analog. Yeah. It's, it's, playing in, it, it's not digital, obviously. Yeah. Wow. It's, it, some of these small things about living in a country like Korea, though, like initially, mm. it was like, ooh, I, I don't get it, but it grows on you. Yeah. I want to. I want to sell my computer to that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing. The thing at the moment that's really got me. Have you seen the women that drive around in those refrigerated go karts and they sell like milk and yogurt out of them? Oh my gosh! Yes, I saw them for the first time. They upgraded it. Yeah, they, they used didn't to have that. It used Yo, to be like a shoulder bag that they carry around. Those women can make yeah. money too. Apparently, really? I want, yeah, I want my girlfriend to do it because <laughs> she's because she's bad, right? What, imagine she, if like a. Is that moving up in the world for her? I'm not sure. I don't know, but I bet she could make a killing on <laughs> selling yogurt. It's interesting. Some of the play, depending on how bad she is, like if you like kind of slide up in front of school before school's off, yeah. you've got a market there that they're not escaping. They have yeah. to come by you. And, you, you know, if you can sell them some, some yogurt or some milk. I, uh, I used to bring a lot of like rappers from America here to perform with us. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have, I'm from North Carolina, so I would like try to bring over North Carolina rappers. And my, 
my homie Jay Gunn brought like three of his friends with him, like manager, another manager, a camera guy, and they we like all they all stayed at my house. And they were all so stoked to be here. It was so fun. But one of those women, women drove by on the on the cart, uh-huh. and one of the dudes is like a serious hustler. Like he's always thinking about like ways to make money. And like she just goes by in slow motion, and everyone's quiet for a second. It's like, and he just goes, "Man, they should not have let me see that shit. I'm taking that back to Durham." <laughs> I'm selling T-shirts on that thing. I, I, my, as soon as I saw that, the first thing I'm thinking is, if you stack that with beer, yeah, like oh. down by a beach, like the Makali man in Hong Kong. Yeah, if but if you because it's refrigerated, cold beer, you go down to the beach during the summertime, you could make a killing. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, so, maybe I should tell my girlfriend to do that. That's the way for her to make Sell money. Sell those for like sure. cocktails in a bag. Oh, even better. That's moving up. You yeah. could. It's like, yeah, a bar with wheels. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, People might not know that overseas, but, like, you can walk around with drinks in Korea. I don't know if you're, like, technically allowed to, but Uh, no one gets in trouble. No one gets in trouble for it. So you could buy a cocktail in a bag, buy a baddie driving by on a yogurt. I think you still can. I think you can drink in public. Like, I don't think it's something you're getting arrested for. Because your convenience store, you can sit in front of the convenience store at the tables and chairs there and, and get drunk. Which we take for granted now, but people who come visit. In Australia, know, that's, crazy. yeah, drinking in public is completely illegal. Because well, you guys would act like animals. We are animals. <laughs> <laughs> that would be us moving up in the yeah, world. Yeah, we'd be fighting <laughs> kangaroos <laughs> outside hey. of 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah, yeah. The kangaroos <laughs> would be getting drunk. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, let's move on to tell us about who would like to dip their hand into the jar. I don't think I've ever done it. It has been sanitized. Your hand as well. Can I read it? Well, if you can read it, Three, please do. Three, two, one, and we're live. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, this, I know that the circle one makes an oh sound. <laughs> no. JK, I can read y'all. Tell us about the hardest time you've ever laughed. Or just the time you recall laughing really, really, really hard. Have you ever experienced a time where you've laughed so so much that you've wet your pants? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. I have. You have? Yeah. You have? When I was like six. Ah, uh, yeah? What happened? Does that count? What was so funny? It, well. It does, but I was thinking like later in life. No. Okay. I don't think so. I, I've... I've publicly admitted on television I've wet my pants as an adult before. I admitted that to my child. Um, Not necessarily just from laughing. (laughs) It's more than once. Uh Yeah, more than once. Huh? One of them was was, I'd had too much to drink and I didn't get to the toilet in time. Um, And it wasn't actually in my house. It was in my friend's house in his bedroom. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. That was not pleasant. But from laughing, I, I have, yeah, uh, wet myself from laughing before. Like, I can't remember what the situation was, but I got myself in such a place that I had to actually, like, hit my head on the table to try and stop myself from laughing. Like, I could, I could physically not control myself. I had lost complete control. What was so funny? I can't, I can't remember what oh. it was. It was at, I remember it happening at school. Oh, those are the worst because you yeah. have to keep a straight face it's and you're, you're not, not allowed to. to laugh. That's yeah. when you can't hold it in. Yeah, but when you cannot, can no longer control your bodily functions because something has been so funny 
Um, I th- apparently, there's. I've heard that there's like laugh therapy where, because that's really like the craziest laughing ever, right? Is when you, somebody's laughing and it makes you laugh yeah. and it causes. Well, it's conta- like, yeah, contagious. And there's like la- laughing therapy where you like go down and you like lay on your back in a room with a bunch of other like 45 year old people who are like really scared about dying and stuff. And, and you lay on your back and one per- the instructor just starts laughing and then one other person starts laughing and by the end of it, it just like sounds like. A bunch of hyenas. They have such a thing? That's there, there are people that that's their job. Oh, wow. Oh, it's real? Yeah. I, I thought it might have not even been real. I just heard. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 well, they, like, there's even a, a guy here in Korea mm-hmm. who does like classes and, and gets people to come in and just laugh. And like, well, he said it was his job. I didn't see any certification on the wall, but we have to assume that what he said was true. Yeah. Wow. I... I don't, as I got older in life, laughter is something I've kind of lost the art form of. I don't laugh as much as I used to. I think that's, I think me too. Like I all, I will, like my favorite stand-up comedians don't make me laugh anymore. Even though I still love watching them, I mm. rarely laugh. I laugh out loud maybe like once or twice. Whereas when I, I think one of the hardest I ever laughed was the first time I saw uh, a Dave Chappelle special, right? Like mm. I would cry laughing at that in high school. But yeah, you're right. Nowadays I don't really laugh like that. Even watching films, comedy films, I used to laugh quite a lot these days. Maybe as you get older, you kind of see what's coming. The most recent thing that really made me laugh, though, was when my oldest boy, William, was still in nappies. And we had one of those jumping castles in the house and he got a hose while I was, I'd left the room. He'd got a hose and connected it to a, well, it was connected to the tap and he turned the water on so he could have water at the bottom of the slide. Uh And so he'd taken all his clothes off and he'd only had his nappies on and he kept going down the slide into the water. And I'm not sure if you're aware, there are two types of nappies for children. There are nappies that they go swimming in and then there's just regular nappies. Uh The ones they go swimming in don't tend to soak up all the water. Uh The regular ones just boom. (laughs) Like it's like, you know, You've seen those movies where someone just instantaneously, boom, goes like that and they just like, like a bee stung them and they just like, boom, swell yeah. up like that. Mm-hmm. His nappy just went, boom, like that. But it got so heavy that it started falling down. But he was just having so much fun. He's just like like dancing and doing this whole thing and his nappy is just, it's like like one of those clocks that tick, tick. it's going backwards and forwards. And I'm just standing there watching this kid have the time of his life with this nappy and you see it slowly falling off his ass. I'm just, it, it, pure innocence right. and he has no idea what's going on and kids just make you, mm. they, they have that special level of humour that because it's, they haven't done it intentionally. Yeah. yeah. And that for me, like I just laugh like a, like a cartoon character. Like I've got this really bad laugh. And when it when it comes out, it's <laughs> oh, what is it? <laughs> like this, and it, it just had me going. I was just off like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I like it. I, when I first came to Korea, like my very first year, I was a full time teacher, mm. and I was teaching like these little kids how to. Um, like what good and bad luck was. Mm-hmm. And so like I would hide like money around the classroom, like little OPEC ones and stuff like that. And whenever they would find it, I would be like, oh, that's really good luck. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good luck. Or, you know, if something bad happened, I would say that's bad luck, whatever. And one day I was, I was sitting on like a little, 
you know, like a kindergarten chair. So like my face was like butt level with all of these little kids. You talking about your son made me think about this. And all of a sudden I just get like, I had hair back then. Now I'm day morty, but back then I didn't have any hair and I got like blasted with this fart, like oh. right, right in my face that like made my, my comb over <laughs> shoot, to the, shoot to the right. And I like looked over and this, this little homie's butt was like right in my face. And he had farted right in my face and goes, Teacher, that's bad luck. <laughs> oh, I, love it. So dumb. I love it. Yeah. Oh I love gosh. it. I love it. That reminds me of, of, of my son William. Like he'll he'll like squeeze one out like intentionally. And yeah. like like it's not just it just comes out naturally. Like he forces them out. Yeah. Wouldn't you? They're hilarious when you're that age. <laughs> it's like he, he sneaks up on you and he's like, Dad, check this out. Boom. And he lets it rip, but Seriously, some days I think he's going to pop a vein in his head. Yeah. Like he just. He <gasps> looked like he like He does that. that. And it's like, dude, seriously, just relax. It's not, <laughs> you know, if you don't squeeze out a fart, it's not the end of the world. Let it come to you. I'm worried that he's going to do it one day and he's going to pull his, pull his yeah. pants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the time I laughed, like I peed my pants from laughing. Yeah. Or. or well, you, you can do that, or if you have a sto- another story you'd rather. Oh, she was like, you were like six, though. It could have just yeah. been a yeah. fart. <laughs> it probably was a fart. <laughs> no, it was the playground, guys. Remember when we used to actually play at the playground? Yeah, yeah it was like I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those things that went around, and it just went by. It just went around so quickly, and I was dizzy, and I was with my friends, and I was I couldn't stop laughing, and I just yeah. peed my pants. Yeah, yes, and I. So it's like your first out of body experience, and you're like, I was like spinning. Did you pee your pants because it was funny or because you were dizzy? Because it was funny. It was fun. So I was laughing uh-huh. my butt off and then mm-hmm. I peed. But then thank God I lived right in front. So I just ran home. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. yeah. If you were at the school playground, you probably would have never lived that one down. Mm-mm. Yo, I got away with it. I peed my pants when I was like 11. I had a girlfriend. <laughs> I had a, hang on. I don't know what's more surprising. The fact that you had a girlfriend at the <laughs> at age of 11? 11? Or yeah. the fact that you peed your pants at a little. Well, yeah, I went to I Catholic can't, school. I can't Catholic school is wild, you know. Like <laughs> Catholic school having yeah. girlfriends at eleven is I normal. Was, I think I was tongue kissing when I was eleven. What? What? The last year I peed my pants I'm was sorry. the first year I French kissed someone. I, okay, I've never heard anyone call it tongue kissing to begin Ew. with. I was trying to make it sound <laughs> gross. At eleven. I was trying to, yeah. Trying to make it sound more mature? I was tongue kissing. I was was trying to make it sound nasty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trying to put the image in your face of an 11 year old boy going, like, who doesn't know what he's doing with his tongue? Ah. And then peeing his pants. Wait, what grade is 11 years old? Like fifth, I think. (gasps) Wow. So you're almost like an, yeah, adolescent. You're almost the teenage years. Yeah. I don't know why all these people. I, you know why I pee, used to pee my pants though at school? It's because I would always fake like I had to go to the bathroom so I could kiss uh, I my girlfriend at the water fountain. <laughs> and so they didn't believe me when I really had to go to the bathroom. Uh, so I'd, I'd be like in SSR, silent, sustained reading. Uh-huh. It's like, Miss Bukowski or whatever my teacher's name was. I, can I please go to the bathroom? And they wouldn't allow me to go because mm-hmm. they thought I was just... You trying like the, to go kiss the boy who cried wolf Samantha. Old you don't even remember her name. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just not putting people on blast. Okay. Well, 
I mean, I'm That's sure there's like... That's why I call like my a, other guy Buddy for peeing on this bookshelf. There's like a million Samantha's in the world. It's yeah. not like, yeah. That's why I said Samantha. Okay, okay. Samantha's my go-to when I'm keeping someone's identity secret. Is that right? That's <laughs> your female secret identity, Samantha. <laughs> Samantha. And then I'll go with Sam for the next time. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, what about more recently? More recently, I mean, I laugh a lot, mm-hmm. and it's all because of my friends. Like, I just have hilarious friends, and yeah. I think, thank God, like I still laugh a lot. But when I watch like funny movies or even like sitcoms, the most I'll go is, huh. yeah, you don't LOL yeah. Huh? Yeah. anymore. Yeah. What yeah, happened to LOL? Yeah, well, I, but that, that's I, I thought it was just me. No, I thought that was me. Like sitcoms and, and films, it's not like a, a laugh out loud anymore. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know if it was, I was because I was getting older or I was just more serious in general. Mm-hmm. But if you're 28 and you're not laughing out loud, that kind of, is this a cultural no, thing? She is laughing out loud. Not at, not at like shows. Not oh, at sitcoms, not a TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. TV, yeah. yeah, I think as you get older, you get colder. Shit, shit's real out here. Or maybe was I, that one of your rhymes? As you get older, you that's get colder. <laughs> I don't know why, but this episode I'm doing a lot of looking at the camera. Older, colder. You're making love to the camera <laughs> with your eyes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why that is. I think our standards just got higher. Yeah. You know? I, when I was younger, I, I would watch like gag concert, mm-hmm. you know, which was so hot at that time, and I would mm-hmm. just like my me and my family would all just laugh our asses off, but. Now it's just like, it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that show doesn't exist anymore. It just takes a lot more to be impressed. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen it all. Like we're saying, a fart is hilarious. Even when you're now, younger. oh yeah, but you're still, that, that, well, they're still pretty even funny. now they're pretty funny. <laughs> it, it, it's right time, right place. Yeah. yeah, like that doesn't really change. But I, I guess, yeah, maybe our standards have gone up. Maybe we're we're onto something. The reason that farts are still funny is because that's the time we're being honest about how about what's truly comical in today's world. And it's air passing through an anus. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, a lot of a lot of what we are seeing and hearing on television is just hot air anyway. Yeah. Whoa! It's got bars today. Yeah, yeah. Hot air. Moving along, uh, today's topic: stress. It is ever-present and can come from anywhere, relationships, work, or just some asshole walking incredibly slow on a crowded street, especially when they're walking, like, next to each other, three or four of them are blocking the footpath. Umbrellas. The umbrellas make it even harder. Poking your eye out. uh, How has the source of stress... How has the source of stress and how do we each deal with it changed? How has it changed over time? Are there things you wish you knew when you were younger that could have put things into perspective? I mean, everyone deals with stress. Mm -hmm. Stress is something we can't, you know, we can't deny it exists. And I think, you know, everyone, everyone in this room will deal with it in their own special way. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah, which is crazy to me that you're not drinking anymore. Well, that used to be a thing for me was stress, drinking would be a stress relief. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that it's only short term. Mm. The next day you wake up, that stress still exists. Or even more, or even amplifies. Yeah. And you have a hangover to go mm. with it. So it hasn't done it. You've got the stress of a hangover now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That for me was probably the worst solution to stress. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people still do self-medicate with alcohol. Yeah. It's just the easiest way to do it. Yeah. I find sleep works better personally. Yeah. Oh. Sleep's important. Yeah. Do you sleep a lot? 
I sleep between about 11 till 6.30 most nights. You wake up every day at 6.30? This guy's like Dwayne because The Rock Because your baby or because of just... Uh, just it's just become... It, it initially was the kids, but it's become <gasps> habitual now. Wow. Yeah. That's great. I, when I get like... Um, when I drink beers and I get inspired to like... To be like one of these like workaholic guys like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I mm-hmm. sometimes tell myself that I'm going to start doing that, like waking up at the crack of dawn and hitting the gym. And I like wrote on my on the back of my door, Dwayne The Rock Johnson doesn't sleep. Because I was like, watching, like, scrolling through Instagram and just saw what he and Kevin Hart do before I've even like thought about waking up. And it's really impressive. It makes you wonder how people do that. Like, do they sleep two hours a day, three hours a day? Yeah. I mean, that is impossible to, that for me would be stressful. Yeah. I need I need six, seven hours sleep a day. And mm-hmm. I don't even think that's good for your health. No? It's not. Yeah. It's not at all. I'm sure wow. Ashley slept, where, when you were, when Ladies Code was uh-huh. at their busiest, you were probably sleeping a lot less than seven or eight hours a day. Yeah. I would. I didn't really have that much trouble sleeping, but then when we were really busy, we would have to like literally we would come home from a schedule, just close our eyes for an hour, go back out, like sleep in the car, like take little breaks here and there. And yeah, that you're like a walking zombie Mm. when you can't sleep. And especially it's not like you're not doing anything. You have to be in front of the camera. You have to sing and dance. And it's just like when you you get home, faint. That's stressful. But it's like even more stressful because it's not like constant busyness. It's like you'll be busy for like a month and then you'll just be like a bum for like how many more months? Uh, and then it gets busy again. So it's like it, it's just like mentally draining. Like yeah. I'd rather just be a little busy like constantly, but it's still like all at once. And then you're like you don't have any work and then all at once. It's wild because like that the, the- – here in Korea, people can do that and work like that without doing... Like, when you hear about people working like and that drink, in America... And drink on top of You that. just assume that they're, like, partying and, like, keeping themselves awake with, like... You know mm. what I mean? But in Korea, people just, like, do that shit with regular calories. Well, it's... It, you look at people here and they, they work long hours, then they go out and drink... Mm. And then they get home late, and then they're waking up early the next morning and doing it yeah. all over again. Maybe That's it's Maybe it really is just condition. There's little drink. Can, goes, I, I, <laughs> get on those uh, 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 I, I couldn't, I, I have done it before, but the older you get, the more difficult it gets. And stress these days for me is I find it being small things. Mm. Anything that relates to my children is absolutely stressful. Mm. Really? Yeah. If it's, you know, anything that, even if it's going to the hospital and they're like, you know, we, um, the doctor says we need to do this, and you're like, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, you get stressed out over right. just the smallest things with kids. Because you could, you could be in trouble if you don't make the right decisions when it comes to your kids. Right? Oh, absolutely. And the doctor gives you, you know, they may give you two choices, and they're like, but we think you should do this one, and that's not the choice that you want. You All of a sudden you're like, but that could scar them for life if mm-hmm. we don't sew it up, if we put staples in instead. Um, but stress, I, I think you just have to learn it. For me, I've learned to try and control it and just live with it to some extent. You can't eliminate it. No, you can't. Even going on holiday is stressful. <laughs> you know, you travel 10 hours on an aeroplane and you're like, okay, we're here in Australia for two weeks. And then it's like two weeks of, of running around and seeing friends and family that you haven't seen for two years. It's yeah. not restful. You're driving every day for two or three hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And you get back on the plane and you arrive in career again and you're exhausted. 
You're like, I was just on holiday for that two was, weeks. That was supposed to be a vacation. Yeah, that was not real. I need a vacation from my vacation. Yeah. But one thing that, I, that I, I realized growing up is that most of the things that I used to stress about never happened, you know? I think I read that oh. on like a... I read that on like a things you learn as you turn 70 or 60 or 50 or 40. You know what I mean? Are you, like uh-huh. most of the things that you are worrying about are not, never going to Are you a worrywart too? I, I think I used to be, but oh. like mm. ever since I've started thinking about that, I, I realize it generally is true. I mean, real anxiety seems to be like your body telling you like, yo, you're not headed in the right direction. Mm. So, I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't necessarily like ignore Anxiety, like I try to think about like what it is that's making me stressed, mm-hmm. but I also at the same time like I try not to let it get out of hand because I realize like what we're saying like there's a difference between like distress and you stress and there's like the positive stress yeah. that can make you be- perform better, you know. Yeah. So just try to take that like anxiety or stress, and we're lucky that these days like there are people that are talking about this, right? I, yeah. I mean, you mentioned worry what? You're a worry what? Yeah, I get it from my mom because she's like the type of person, if me and my brother are out, she won't be able to sleep until we get home because she's Ah, scared that something might Mm -hmm. happen to us. And I'm kind of like that too. I think I get it from her and I just imagine the worst case scenario in terms of everything before it even happens. So I drive myself crazy and I stress myself out so much about that. There's like an evolutionary purpose for that, right? Like you have to be prepared for like predators you know, for <laughs> the wild coyotes yeah. of the Sahara. It's like, well, if I do, yeah, if my streets are free up by dawn. <laughs> it, it, I, I think, yeah, a lot of us have definitely gone through that stage, and, mm. and my mother was the same. But mm. then uh, the flip side is if you're too positive, your expectations are always so high. Yeah. And if you don't attain those expectations, you start regretting everything. I, you know, you have glass half empty, glass half full. I think just trying to find that fine line in the middle and try and ride that with yeah. everything is probably just the safest way to go. Mm-hmm. As soon as you start veering too far in one direction, it, it, it kind of, there's a negative turn that you're taking. Yeah. But yeah, getting anxiety out of your life is, is always a good thing. Like too much anxiety, it, it just, I, I find even in terms of performing, all of a sudden you're like, what, what, hap- what if I do this or what happens if this goes wrong? Mm-hmm. But until you've actually done it, you're just stressing yourself out. It yeah. becomes so psychological. It's when it begins to like affect your performance negatively yeah. that you've let it take control. Yeah. And it's just the point. It's like listening to whatever your conscience is telling you is going wrong. There's a reason for that, but don't let it bring you down. Right? Yeah, but you can't be too confident at the same time. Mm-hmm. If you get on stage and you're cocky and confident, chances are you're going to make more mistakes then. I think if you do have, you use that anxiety mm-hmm. and, and positively, you know, because that also shows that you're concerned. Yeah. You know, you want to put your best effort out there. You want to, you know, in terms of the audience being there, you don't want to screw up. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people get anxious and it's just using that anxiety and using it as positive energy. Did you get stage fright before you would perform? Oh, yeah. Because you oh, probably yeah. performed in front of a lot of people, right? Yeah, I, I got a lot of stage fright, especially because I, you know, I, I, I wasn't the most confident in myself. Yeah. So, yeah. But then now I think I try to just not have ex- any expectations. And mm. in my head, if I'm like, okay, I'm going to do well, if I start thinking that, I'm like, stop, Ashley, don't think that. Yeah. Just yeah. don't expect anything. Just go in there and just do it. 
So, yeah, I think that's a lot easier than just like, oh my God, what if I messed up? Or like, oh, I'm going to do well. Mm-hmm. It's like right in the middle. I, I, I think everyone gets stage fright. But everyone always says that like, if you don't get stage fright, it means that you like don't care anymore. But yeah. like, I don't. You don't get stage fright at all. I was just thinking about how like, you know, working with you, like, but it's an honor to work with you, you as well. So, I, I, But like, I was just actually just thinking about the fact that I'm not nervous about this at all. And honestly, like, it's a cool, it's a big thing to be doing a, a podcast with you, right? This for, uh, this for me is different from stage fright. But I'm saying the same with like my really? concerts and everything. Like wow. the biggest shows I've ever done, all I am is like excited all the time. I, I think it was because my very first show was like my best show I've ever done. Oh. And ever since I was nervous so ever as since hell, then, it's just gone downhill. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just like, I'm going to kill this. I know I'm going to be okay. Wow. And maybe that's, but that also might be like me. It's like a defense mechanism for myself. Because mm. if I ever actually do feel like I fuck up, which I probably do often, I might actually like put me in to, and make, make me really scared to perform. So it might be me just like, I, that's like, wow. like a guard that I keep up where I don't admit that I'm, I'm worried or that I make mistakes on stage I, ever. So I get horrible stage fright. I need That's like crazy, 10, right? 10, 15 minutes to warm up. Like, do you ever like, do you use like beta blockers or any no, of that kind of stuff? I just, I just go in there raw and like after, after about five or 10 minutes, I kind of relax, but it's just that initial stage and stage fright for me is, I used to hate getting up on stage and performing. Wow, really? It used to scare me to death. And like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even look at the audience. Like I'd be looking up here at the lights. That's what my dad told me to do growing up. He said, like, look at people's top look over heads. the top of their yeah. heads because then they can't see it. Did they teach you to do that to you? Not really. Why don't they teach me that? Yeah. <laughs> don't look at people in the eyes, look at the top of their did heads. They te- well, did they tell you to pretend everyone was in the nude? No. They didn't tell you that either? No. What are y'all kidding? What are they doing? Really? This should be lesson one-on-one in K-pop. In K-pop. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it today for... Us here at Nonsensible. I want to thank Ashley for joining us once again. Thank you for having yeah, me. Thanks for I want to thank Sol for coming in again as thanks well. If there's anything you'd like to give a shout out or plug, now's the time to do it. I just had so much fun listening to YouTube's stories. I felt like I was just here listening. And um, yeah, I also am on another podcast with Peniel MBM. So please go listen to Get Real and please leave good reviews for Nonsensible as well. Gotta love that. I love. I, I just want to say I love your hair. This color, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. It's she great. Also has an adulting series on her YouTube channel. An oh, adulting. Cool. Yes, I've also been doing uh, the adulting series on YouTube uh-huh. because I'm just like you know starting adulthood now. Uh-huh. Now that I'm done with the contract, doing dealing with all like the housing stuff and the yep. bills. So I've just kind of been documenting that through my YouTube channel. Oh, cool. uh-huh. Yeah. Give it a plug. What's the name? Ashley B. Choi. Okay. Yeah. Do you, have you done a, an episode on tax? Because tax time's coming up. No, I still have no idea. <laughs> no. Go and get yourself an accountant because otherwise <laughs> it gets too difficult. Really? Yeah, that's what I recommend. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Uh, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Nonsensible on Apple uh, Podcasts. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Dive Studios, and also on YouTube as well. And like Ashley said, leave us a review. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much and hope to uh, catch up with you all again next week. Let's do it. Yes. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Bye. Bye.